Warning, Dean Rats podcast features conversations and jokes performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals to ensure the safety of its direct and indirect audience. Accordingly, Lost at Sea and the producers must insist that no one attempt to get triggered, canceled, or listen that cannot take a fucking joke. Dean Rats podcasts are not liable for your feelings, so fuck you. Yeah! You have fun editing that out. I'm leaving it in. Oh, okay. We in there, pussy. Are you ready? Born. You're fucking happy. True. Everyone, if you, I'm looking into Randy's eyes right now, and he has his hand on his head, looking like he just found out that his daughter had sex for the first time, and he's disappointed because the guy was a piece of shit. And by piece of shit, I just mean he was a fucking nerd. He didn't skateboard, and he just played Fortnite all day. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> and he had a little pecker. Yep, that's the energy right there. It, it's all little dick energy summer in 2021. <sighs> Bitches still like seafood with the shrimp. Bitch, that's my saying. Anyway, uh, welcome back to the motherfucking podcast. It's been a hot minute as normal. If it wasn't a hot minute, then it wouldn't be fucking Dean Rats because we're pieces of shit. Facts. Anyway, so we're going to catch you up. We're going to be more consistent. Randy fixed his fucking schedule. I know he said he fixed it a while ago, but we both been um, hot girl summer. MIA? Yeah, it was. I took my vacation. You took your vacation. Then now we're back. Literally had like a week together to plan stuff and then just dipped. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so we're going to do a little bit of catch up right quick, and then we'll jump into today's episode. So... First and foremost, website's done, testing has been completed, it is being launched this Friday at 9am, so go cop some fucking merch. Get there while you can. Next, for summer plans, I have a scavenger hunt, I'm going to be posting the following Friday at 9am along with a waiver. And this is going to be taking place in August. I don't know the dates yet. It's either going to be to end the summer with or just kind of like mid-August shit. But it'll be pretty fun. Um, If you're not cool with being arrested, don't participate. I'm not even cool with being arrested, but I'm saying full send in the rear end. You're fucking gay. Fuck you, bitch. Anyway... So yeah, that's that. We're going to put a picture up of Randy's fucking mug to have you guys vote and see which one's going to get tattooed on my leg if we reach our fucking goal, which we are nowhere near. So y'all better get this shit going. And last but not least, Randy became a man. What'd you cop, boy? Um, so, little context of this. I always said... So, when I was, what was it, 23? I'll throw myself under the bus. I got my license at 23. I know, I slacked off, lazy Ain't as nothing fuck. wrong with that. <clears throat> I mean, nothing wrong with it, but, like, I shouldn't have waited. Should have just got it in high school when I actually Look, had the time. But it's the 21st century. If you can afford Uber and Lyft, you're good. Yeah, I had to do that for a second. But, um... I want that Randy money. Uh, that Randy money wasn't as much as it is kind of now but like randy money randy money <laughs> but um so, asmr randy money randy money randy money 
say in the mirror three times, maybe it will appear. Yeah, I don't want that money. <laughs> but it's, um, it's dirt money, cartel <clears throat> money, drug money, blood money, all the above, and cuck money, mob money, all the shit. Um, so I got my license when I was twenty three. Um, I just went through a really bad breakup. And, you know, I'm kind of a simp, so I kind of pay for everything. So I didn't have any money back then. So <clears throat> first car I got was a Ford Focus. I got what I could afford and, you know, just fucking ran with it. Um, well, I think I only had the car for like two, three years, two, three years, maybe. And, you know, my money situation was great. You know, I was I was kind of over the focus, and I got a quote, and they said they would give me back more than I owed on it. So I was like, fuck it, full send. And <clears throat> I went around a while for a little while saying, like, I'm going to own this car. Or, like, I'm going to own one of my dream cars as my next car. So your boy did a lot of research, walked out of a few dealerships. You know, you do what you gotta do. If the money's not, if the price ain't right, then it is what it is. It's the art of negotiation. Yeah, yeah, pretty rule, much. Rule number one: don't be afraid to walk away. They will always call back. No, and you know what? I, I, they, the two dealerships I walked out of called me back about the two different cars that I wanted. So, um, Memorial Day weekend came around, and you know, Memorial Day weekend sales are fucking pretty good. Um, but except, you know, with COVID and everything, there's a chip shortage. So you had to explain the chip shortage to me. Explain it to the people who don't know what the fuck a chip shortage is. Cause I'm sitting here thinking Uts, Lays, and potatoes are the golden thing of everything. Like, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, daddy's there. Every fucking potato, every fucking flavor. So what is the chip? So pretty much it's the... The chip is the computer that your car runs off of. So, like, all the technology, all the, ele- uh, all, like, all the electronics and all that shit runs off the computer. So, without the computers, we can't have cars in production because what the fuck are they going to run off of? Like, electronic-wise and all that shit. So, without that, cars can't really be produced without it. And, you know, 21st century, everything is... F- has to have like the latest technology in it or you ain't selling shit so with the chip shortage there were inventory was low so you weren't gonna get as good of a deal on a car as you know if all this shit wasn't happening but uh my dad did business with a guy for a little while like he got my mom's car through him my dad got his truck through him so we went to him and he sparked up a good deal and your boy walked out with a 2021 Dodge Challenger. Hey, scat. It ain't no fucking scat, but God damn. <laughs> you ain't bumping that new tractor. I mean, and I, we'll say it's a baby scat. A baby scat? Baby <laughs> yeah. ski ski. I mean, it's only the it's only the GT version, which has the V6 in it. Like, hop off my dick. I, they were trying to charge me almost 60 grand for the V8. I'm not fucking doing that. Not um, yet. I mean, not yet, at yeah, least. Yeah, say, once the shit blows up, I'll throw you the keys to the V8. Fucking fuck that. Just let me get the 
fucking Hellcat <laughs> by that point. I said I would throw you the keys to a V8. You purchasing the Hellcat yourself. That ain't coming out of daddy's pocket. Say less, because I'll just have both. Okay, fucking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, everything worked out. It's cool. I'm fucking, I, I'm in love. I love the car. I actually, when I picked Randy up for today to record, saw him fucking the gas tank. Like, when he says he's in love with it, like, that's pretty much the booty hole of the car. Because everyone goes for the muffler. This man says, I'm going to fuel my car with my cum. I'm coming dreams right now. You know what? I think that's a little too far. Not even going <laughs> to lie. Not even going to lie. Feel you, like that's you, a little too, too far. far, motherfucker. You're the one that was doing it. I'm just telling the people what they need to hear. Dude, when you were already at my house before I was even there. I went to go get mats for the fucking car. <laughs> But, you know um, why he needs new mats? Because he was making pancakes in there, all right? Stiff socks, stiff mats. That's that's what I saw. <laughs> stiff mats. Bro, uh, you know what? A lot of people bag on me for that car but because uh, of the V6 and shit. But like, Who gives a fuck? Uh, dude, Half I, these bitches drive Priuses. Yeah, I fucking, I'm in love with that car. If anything happened to that car, I'd fucking cry. No cap. So you would see a grown ass man cry. I've seen I've seen plenty of grown men cry, and you'll see one the following week because we're gonna bring another guest back on here, and he cries a lot. So you'll get to hear it again. It's all love. But it's all love. He's emotional as hell. Grown man cries. <laughs> <laughs> so how was it going from the focus to your car? Because that's like. A fuck, not like power wise, but like it's it's like going wise. from yeah, it's like going go- from an RC car to a yacht, dude. Yeah, like no cap, like it it like everything was okay. Like the first few days were fine. Like I wasn't worried about nothing. But like when like we went to we went to the bar in Bel Air yesterday, I I got sketched out because I didn't I don't drive through Bel Air often and. In the Focus, I never really drove in Bel Air anyway because I didn't have a reason to go there other than the skate shop. But, um, like, driving through Bel Air and how tight the, like, getting into uh, parking lots is. Fucking, when we pulled up to Black Eyed Susie's, bro, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to clip a curb. I know it. Like, I Her, felt you gotta it. You got to clip another car. No, I wasn't even worried about the car. It was a fucking... I was worried about clipping a curb because, like, the entrance to that parking lot is so tight. Like, I had to take it, like, so wide. Yeah, but, like, clip a curb. But the curb wasn't, like, that big to get in. It's, like, a ramp. I mean, yeah, no. I'm talking about where the ramp starts. And then, like, there's that curb there. And I knew if I took it in like I normally would, I was clipping the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, true. How does it go through drive-thrus? Fine. How's Duncan's drive-thru? Yeah. So, I have this thing, and it pisses me the fuck off every goddamn day because there's always at least, like, five, six people in line in front of me that do this shit. So, I work at Walmart, so there's a Dunkin' right across the street. And if you're any of these people, sorry, it's all love, but fuck you. Like, there's a line that wraps around the building. And during this wrap around the building, people will have, like, I kid you not, like, six, seven-foot gaps in between cars. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? 
Like, what the fuck are you? There's six, seven feet in front of you. Scoot up. Scoot up to four to five feet. At least. At fucking least. If I could have it my way, you'd be inches away from the bitch. Like... Move but would you let people be inches away from your car now? No, because my <laughs> fist would not be inches away from their face. It would make full contact. But, dude, it just, like, it pisses me off because it's like, you're the reason I have to sit out in the parking lot instead of entering the fucking drive-thru because we leave a gap for other cars to go past. And it's like, fuck, dude. Like, if you just moved up another foot or two since you have a four-foot fucking gap, I could enter the drive-thru. And I'm on a 15 at fucking work, so I got to make it back in 15 minutes. Never <laughs> do, because fuck it. I need my coffee. I'm a fiend. You, you got to hit the boss with the, look, traffic was horrible. And by horrible, <laughs> the drive-thru traffic. Oh, I'm not even going to cab. One time I literally sat there and, like, ate, ate a donut, drank my coffee. I was probably 30 minutes late back to work from a 15, and I literally was like, she was like, what the fuck took you so long? And I was like, dude, line was long as hell. It was out onto Bella Road. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And she was like, are you serious? And I was like, dead ass serious. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. And I just I just sat in my car the whole fucking 15, 20 minutes I had left. Like, I was just like, fuck this. And if you're his manager listening, it was traffic. It was traffic, swear to God. <laughs> Bel Air Road was packed, boy. Dude, I kid you not, there were so many people getting decaf coffees and leaving 10-foot gaps in between each car. It was tragic. And he ate the donut on his way back to work driving. Yeah, had to eat that shit whole, bro. There exactly. was no skinny just, shit. Exactly, you know. It was full Dyson-powered right down the gullet. You know my other pet peeves with drive throughs What? The fucking pay it forward. Who the fuck started that shit what do you mean pay it forward so you ever like go and get your coffee and they're like oh the person in front of you paid for your coffee why does that piss you off because you have a split second to be that guy or keep it going and then yeah uh, oh, <laughs> so you feel bad for the person behind you so you're like well then pay for well, them no so i'm very i'm aware of my surroundings right so I I do it probably 30, 70, like 70 times, 70 percent I don't fucking do it, 30 percent I do, but I'm I'm aware of what I do, cause like it happened to be my boy up in New York and we were at Starbucks and he's like, are we gonna pay for the people behind us? I look back, I was like, fuck no, that's a minivan full of kids. So I was like, nah. Cause you like, know, you know, they got all the munchkins. It was definitely the fifty k. It was a fucking cake pops, bro. Oh, yeah. But the thing true. is, like, you go there for your five dollar overpriced coffee. If you pay for the person behind you, your five dollar coffee now might cost twenty dollars. Oh no, that's facts. Yeah. So, I, nah, you know, thanks for the good deed. Karma's be good for you, but. I just got free coffee. I end that shit right there on the spot. Like, I've definitely sat there and gone through the drive-thru, and if, like, if they're like, oh, your coffee's, like, five bucks and I have a 20 on me, like, I'll just be like, here, pay for the person behind me. You're such a nice guy. Yeah. I'm, not, yeah, I'm not that nice. Well, I've only done it once, so I just need to get the fuck back to work. So don't count me. Don't give me too much credit. <laughs> yeah, I would say no. Nah, I fucking hate the pay it forward thing because you gotta be that guy, and you. It's like it's awkward when you break the chain too, because you have to look at the person and be like, "Yeah, thanks for my free shit. I'm not paying for them." And then the server 
or cashier, whoever, whatever you want to call them in the window, has that disappointment look on their face. <laughs> like, wow, you are the biggest piece of shit ever. I'm like, yeah, Karen, I am. I'll, I'll be that piece of shit. I don't care, bro. I got a car payment to make, all right? They ain't yeah, paying. now you got a car payment. You got a big-ass car payment. Listen, listen. If, if they want to pay for my car payment, I'll pay for their fucking coffee all month. But, like, unless they're paying for my fucking car payment, bitch, I'm not paying. Especially if I don't know you like that. Or or you better be a really cute-ass girl behind me. Yeah, not even then. Equal rights, equal swipes. Fuck that shit. I mean. I don't care if she's cute or not. So I, I, it's not it's it's not even like it's an end. It's not like oh you paid for a coffee. Hey, my name's Randy. What's up, Shorty? What's your name? It's okay. Well, she's cute, but she got a free cup of coffee, and you never see her again. Fuck that. No, that's facts. But like, I've never done that before. Thank God. I've I've took your man card. No, I've literally only done like the here's twenty bucks. Just pay for the person behind me and left. What's another retail behavior that you hate? You know, hold on. Let's let's hold off real quick. It, I am such a fiend of Duncan. Pause. I am such a fiend of Duncan. They know me by first name, and when I speak, they're regular. The, and, and when I speak into the microphone, she's like, "Oh, is this Randy?" And I'm like, "God damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> but um, when you pull up now in a new whip, you're like, "Yeah," you get a little more bass in your voice. You're like, "Yeah, this is Randy." <laughs> Let me get that iced caramel coffee, bitch. When I bought this challenger, <laughs> I bought my balls to drop, all right? Yeah, two inches. <laughs> but um, what do you mean another, like, like a pet peeve of retail? Yeah. So, so like, that's, like, my drive-through pet peeve. Like, and I'm talking, like, as a customer. You can do it either or because you work in retail. I don't. Right. But, like, you know, I have stories for days on regulars that I fucking hate. Um, but you can do it from either side, like, being in it as working or as a customer well so i've i've been at walmart for almost eight years so like i i naturally just look at it from the side of me working there there's one thing i hate and if you're this person like i'm sorry i can already tell from your tone i'm this guy fuck you like fuck (laughs) you i'm this fucking guy like i literally hate when like okay so like i i've said before i'm an ogp i gotta pick people's groceries if you're that fucking person that sits there and looks at the shelf like everything's about to fucking change in front of you like no this isn't the mcdonald's breakfast menu to lunch menu it's all the same shit so either fucking look at it decide what you want and move on or fucking just if we don't have it move the fuck on stop sitting there reading the fucking ingredients in your goddamn almond milk from regular milk that you're comparing and fucking move on like stop because all you're doing because i'm timed on that shit so like all you're doing is fucking making me one look bad two wasting my time and three just being in the fucking way and then i hear all these customers complain about how we're in the way and it's like no bitch because i bet you i'll catch you right down the fucking aisle in the fucking breakfast sausage menu between like debating between whether you want to shove jimmy dean or or shove your dick in scrapple like move the fuck on dog have you ever had scrapple no me neither i refuse yeah it's the same i don't know how people eat it my brother loves that shit it looks like mystery meat it, that's what the fuck it like, is. Like, I need to know what that is before I thoroughly consume it. Let's, hold on. Let's find out real quick. Well, while I'm Googling this, um, I also got some cool shit coming in. So, we were talking about getting videos started, and I realized there's two people on this podcast, and I have to figure out a way to, like, it shift back and forth for us. So, I'm going to end up getting a second camera, 
and this like cool little contraption that can kind of like shift back and forth between us automatically from a remote and the motor's like super silent that's tight that's tight so the video is coming it's just daddy's on a budget okay scrapple oh my god also known as the pennsylvania dutch name panhas or pan rabbit it is traditionally a mush of pork scraps and trimmings combined with cornmeal and wheat flour, often buckwheat flour and spices. So you're it's saying not as, it's not as bad as I thought it was. I thought it was gonna be like chicken legs, chicken dicks, pig dicks. So what you're saying is whatever juice sticks. So they take out the Walmart bacon. Dicks. Not my dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what you're saying is when they take out like the bacon and shit. What? It's one percent vitamin D, so not too many dicks. Two percent vitamin C, a little bit of cunts. Only, only little, only like three percent of all pigs' dicks are in there. Um, so it's basically whatever like they don't use for like bacon and and after they take out the bacon and shit, it's just whatever's kind of like left over is what you're saying. Yeah, that's fucking disgusting. I wouldn't eat that. Yeah, I, it's I like a, it's like a McDonald's nugget. You just don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, literally zero out of ten recommended on Yelp. <laughs> this is. Just uh, what Dude. do you use for Scrapple? Is a Google one, I've, and I've, it's like what kind of food is Scrapple? Like if the top five Google searches is what kind of food is Scrapple, that just shows you you should not be eating that shit. Right, you should not. You'll it's probably, almost as bad as the fucking vegan terrorists. You should just not do it. It's probably cancerous. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that's that's kind of annoying. Um. I definitely thought you were going somewhere different with that whole reading the label thing. Because I definitely read the labels. No, fuck that. I hate that. Like, stop. It's not the fact that they read the label itself. If you read the label itself, like, that's fine, whatever. But, like, they literally sit there, turn the product around, read the ingredients, and turn the product back around, do calories, probably sit there and do the fucking daily math in their head about counting calories. And then, by that time... 10, 15 minutes has already passed, and I'm still in the same fucking spot. Like, Have move you ever the just like, on. excuse me? Yeah. Okay. I've, I've gotten so irritated, I've just cut customers off and just been like, fuck you, dude. You needed this milk? Well, guess what, bitch? Whatever gallon you were about to grab, I just grabbed before you did, so fuck you. Do you ever, like, take the carts and shit and, like, ran them into coworkers? Just, like, fuck around? Like, is it, like, on-site, like, Tom and Jerry? Oh, that's that's happened before. And yeah. it was really funny because a girl literally got suspended from our work because she did that to me. Like, no, it, like Is a, that, like, on-site beef now, or? No, I, well, I mean, it wasn't beef, but I just looked at her and I was like, what the fuck are you doing, you dumbass? Because then, like, literally, like, 30-plus customers turned around and just looked at us, and I was just like, this is the only time I don't want to be the center of attention, and you just made me be the fucking center of attention. Do you have any work beef? Or had? So, like, I don't necessarily... Like, so I've had, like, beef with all of my assistant managers because, like, I just didn't like how they ran shit, like, of my department. Like, I just don't like how they ran shit. Like, it's very biased. It's very, like favoritism it's very like if you do something for me i'll do something for you yeah like and it's like like my current manager you know she cool she helped me out but like i know how she runs shit and i'm not down with it okay so it's not like crazy beef so like i mean i've had i've had beef with one of my assistant managers because i okay so at one point in time so you know but like you never had 
So what I'm talking about, like, beef-wise is, like, you're all backed by the dumpsters ready to scrap type beef. One time. One time only. And okay. it was because It's because there was a kid, and he fucked around with me all the time, and, like, I didn't care. He was fucking annoying. But, like, one day he just caught me on the wrong day, dude, and, like... He, he just, like, looked at me in a certain way, and I just, like, I was like, what the fuck are you looking at? And he was like, oh, so what do you think you are, top bitch around here? And I was like, bro, call me a bitch one more time, and I'm going to really show you who a bitch is. And he was like, all right, then, fucking, I turned around and started walking away, doing my job. And he was like, see, walking away like a bitch. And I turned around, shoved my cart into his cart, and I was like, you really want to do this right now? And he was like, what do you mean? And I, was, and I fucking pushed him, and I was like, I'm really about to show you who a bitch is while you're either looking at the sky or you're looking at the fucking lights in here. So which one you want? Because these hands don't discriminate. <laughs> he said, these hands are rated E for everyone. You better practice spitting out teeth, bitch. Because I literally looked at him, and I was like, my mouth will stop running, and my hands will do the talking. So like, which one you want? And he was like, okay, bro, like, chill out, calm down. And I was like, no, you're fucking annoying. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got, like, one really great story and one, like, okay story. Nothing crazy. Well, the second one's kind of crazy. But, so, those of you who know my brother, um, he used to do security at Walmart. And he's like, you know, if you guys go shop at Walmart, they hire a third party for their security, and that's why they're undercover. So, <laughs> and he called all my friends stealing and banned them from the property. That's what happens when you get caught stealing. Um, so, and because my brother caught my friend stealing and we ended up working at the same job at the time, he was so pissed off at me. He wanted to fight me because of his actions because my brother caught him stealing. So, and I... <laughs> <laughs> that that doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. And like at the time, like you know, we're we're like still in fucking high school and shit like that. And maybe it happened a little bit after high school. I don't fucking remember. But <laughs> I got so I was like, yeah, we can go back right now and fucking settle it. You got a fucking problem, like, cause it was just like little petty shit that was like little shots during while we were working that kind of like made it seem like, hey you know something's up because I'm here and my brother arrested you. And it was the same thing because, like, my, after my brother banned him, um, we're all assholes. That's why I called Dean Rats in Aberdeen. So a lot of my friends got caught stealing and got banned from Walmart. Um, my brother even, like, arrested my cousin and banned him from Walmart. Like, my brother is a fucking black and white straight shooter type of guy. He does not give a fuck. But yeah, so, and I've had other people in high school want to fight me when my brother banned them from Walmart too. So that's that. But this other one is a little more recent. No names will be disclosed, obviously. You know, I'm a very, like, outgoing person, talkative, whatever, very confident in myself. So everything I do, I know what I'm doing. And, like, outside of podcasting and work, I like to, like, work on music i suck at it but like i like to work on music you know get your creative ho hobbies going on and own businesses and try and get that shit up going so me and my other coworker, we'd go back and forth and we'd like you know exchange ideas because you know your top five friends net worth is going to be what your worth is so anyway this dude like kept analyzing the fucking shit out of me like, it was broken down to a fucking T about how I click my mouse, 
how I sit in my chair, how I put my foot up on my stool and my at my desk, everything was broken down as me being like an egotistical, I think I'm the fucking shit type of person. Like so it happened like that for a while. Go go ahead. I'll I'll let you talk and I'll continue the story. I'm just wondering, like, is this man obsessed with you? Does he want your butt? Like, cause I've never sat there and been like <laughs> Wow, this person pisses me off so much. I'm gonna analyze everything they do. I don't know. Um, it's the 21st century. I'm not gonna comment too much about the person. My whole story, my whole thing is just to stick with the story as itself. But yeah, uh, a lot of actions do point towards like your standard, your social standard for like you know stage five clinger and other aspects. You know, if anybody's watched the Netflix show You fire but fucking creepy at the same time right right you know there's patterns of behavior that lead to uh certain titles that people earn but yeah so anyways it's like it really starts being analyzed really fucking broken down and so like i was working on music and he's asking like you know hey when you get you know, a typical, you know, like, I'd send you snippets of shit I'm working on Facts. and stuff like that. And it was when I was trying to work on the um, If I Were President one, and I was, like, trying to keep it uh, under wraps because I kind of wanted it to go viral, but it didn't because of other aspects that we're not going to get into because people fucking flaked on me. Even and I lost that, $800 on the video. Even though that song was actually fire. Yeah. So, anyway, so that was a song, and I sent him a snippet of it. I was like, you know, when I get a chance, I'll send it to you sent him a snippet of it and like this guy has been asking for a while i was like yeah when i get a chance when i get a chance like i'm always fucking busy and when i do get a chance to myself it's not like i want to go straight to work a fucking gun i wish i was that great of a person to do that but you know i need rest days too so anyway <laughs> like so i sent him the snippet and he started like messaging me back and i'm just gonna read you some comments of it because it's fucking hysterical. <laughs> and it was just like, so one comment was, I'm just tired of your headstrong ass attitude. <laughs> and that's why I didn't say anything. And then so like, you know, that that's a bold fucking statement to say to someone. That's bold as fuck. <laughs> so I also there, I was like, you know, I felt like I just got bitch slapped by it god himself i'm like holy shit what the fuck did i do <laughs> so i was like yo can you like you know elaborate like you know you've been asking me for a snippet and i said as soon as i get a chance i'd do it to you and you know i am a man of my word so i'll make sure i try to keep my words and then it's just like yeah you kept it 100 percent. you fuck congratulations i'm like what the fuck type of attitude is this what the fuck is this dude's deal like <laughs> but yeah and then it was um it went to I wasn't begging you for shit. And I was, I was like, well no one said you were begging, but since you put the word out there, you if every other week you're asking me for a snippet, you're fucking begging. He definitely tried to suck your dick for that snippet. <laughs> but yeah, and like, you know, so then I'm like I don't do conflict unless it's the last resort. Especially now that I'm older. Because there's more repercussions for it. And absolutely. And especially like when it's with a coworker, if anything happens in the place of employment, that's both of your asses. It yep. doesn't matter like what led to it, it's both of your asses. Cause at the end of the day, even me as my own owner, I wouldn't want to deal with the shit. You both can fucking go. 
Facts. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking crazy shit, dude. And then, um, so yeah, I was like, you know, I just don't know what your issue is, but I'm not going to entertain it. And if that's how you feel about me as your friend, supposedly, have a good fucking life. Like, that's that was my energy. I wasn't going to entertain it. And then I'm just getting fucking paragraphs, bro. It's like I broke up with a fucking girl. Like, no, look at this shit. Like, it's going in on me. Oh, my God, dude. <clears throat> Yo wrote a whole Bible verse about how much he did not like your song. No, it wasn't about my song it was about me as a person then what the fuck is like what is his problem this, ha- this has nothing to do with the song okay well if it's not about the song what the fuck is his problem well like it was literally because like it so i'll read you a section right now it's you think you know everything and you think you're always right and you really think i was begging for your fucking soundtrack and he's like all i hear from you is you're working on music but I never see any action. And um, so before I say this next part, it's very like, I don't want to call it paranoia, but you know, like as friends, we know like what lines to talk with other people, what not to say to other people. Yeah, there's boundaries for sure. Exactly, there's boundaries. But even like, so like right now I'm breaking a boundary, but I don't give a fuck. Um... But two, because, uh, like, I really want, like, work beef's fucking real. But but two, like, it's stupid things that he or she or it doesn't, you know, sorry, LGBTQ, whatever letter plus community this is. It's something. All right. Whatever that gray box you want to check is. Just feeling other. I don't give a fuck. Barney's dick. Uh, <laughs> so... It's small things. Like, when I say small things, it'd be like, going to the store, I bought X candy bar, but don't tell nobody type shit. It's it's little things that... It's it's very little that's like everyday, like, common things. Like, all 350 billion people on this earth fucking do. And it's legitimately like, no boundaries are being crossed, even if I told uh, my fucking mother. Or my brother, or you. No boundaries are being crossed on those conversations. But this individual would think they're being crossed because they think everything that goes between us has to be 100% confidential. What the fuck? It, it, it's very abnormal, but as my friend, I was respecting that. So, and that's leading into this next part. He accused me that I don't have any trust or confidentiality. So the next part's like, you'll run and go and tell people I was bitching at you, and I don't even have trust and confidentiality in what we discussed based on what I heard. That was the next statement. But my thing is like... that no, that's definitely paranoia, because why would every... Like, if I said, hey, hey, bro... I went to go take a shit five minutes ago, and you told everybody, I'd be like, yeah, bro, can't control my bowel movements. My fault. But also, sidetracking from, before I get into it more, one, you know, BFF Jill's girlfriends, they're excluded from this clause automatically. But also, like, that tone that you just came at me with, and you pissed me off, and I'd want to smack the shit out you, you think I'm not going to talk to somebody to calm my ass down to not drive to your fucking house and drag you out of your fucking room and curb stomp your face like you know what i mean like 
He really, he really kind of like made himself out to look like a fucking clown. Well, I don't know so much about that, but like it was, just, it's just kind of like it was just fucking weird. Like I can't, like you can talk to me however you want. And I'm not allowed to go even like say something. Not, to not even like talk to anyone to get what you just said that pissed me off off my chest. Well, I have to remain cool. So yeah, it was just kind of like you know. So then I was like, you know, um, I always ask how your weekend is. You know, I ask how you've been doing with studying, uh, how you're making progress in your businesses, and other stuff. And then, um, so you saying I don't care about any of your stuff is just far from the fucking truth. So that right there proves I'm not self-centered. I was like, I'm willing to talk to you, but not right now because I feel like you need to cool off. Because you don't seem like you're in the right mind to talk about what's going on. And then because of that last statement, I was like, heed my warning. Because last time he brought this attitude towards me, I cussed him out. And I was like, this time I'm not going to let this shit fly. As you shouldn't. Right. Because it's like, all right, you got the strike. I understand everyone gets upset. I understand, like, I have a really strong personality. Things get taken the wrong way. So I kind of, like, let first ones go. But this is, like multiple occurrences so then it was like nah i'm in a nice state of mind but you can call me like trying to do some alpha dick move like you can call me in 15 if you want to and then he started getting mad he's like why are you saving these messages i'm like what what do you mean mean why am i saving these because it's funny as shit it's one it's funny as shit and then he's like what is up with all this high school drama and then i was like motherfucker i'm not doing any drama but yeah it's like you know legit concerned that i'm a backstabber and i ain't never done that shit to you and i was like well all right well apparently i'm a fucking backstabber so what fucking evidence do you have that i'm a backstabber damn bro you just have the fucking hardest (laughs) personality i've ever heard in my life hold on before i jump into the backstabbing evidence that was presented to me i'm going to Read the remaining of this, and I'll jump into the backstabbing evidence. And when I tell you this evidence, like, I would fucking clock out right now just in the episode right there. Like, you're going to be so fucking mad about this evidence. Okay? So, jumping in. Shoot it. Well, so jumping into the next part, I was like, you know, pull your head out of your ass. You're ridiculous. I'm not calling you because, you know, I told him, like, this this point I'm fucking irritated. And I'm not holding my tongue. I'm not, I don't care about anyone's feelings. So, I was like... You know, pull your head out of your ass. You're being ridiculous. I'm not calling you because, like I said before, he, she, it, they don't listen. This individual does not listen. They're, from my understanding, very bad at constructive criticism. They're the type of person I'd always want to give it and never take it. And and is it's also one of the things, like, you know, um, obviously I've been getting better on it, but this is only our fifth episode because, you know, I know I'm so, like, I love our conversations. I jump in and I cut you off by accident. and Every been, episode. And I purposely just cut you off, dickhead. And, and that's fine. But, I, but I'm aware of it and I've been working on it. I feel like I've gotten a lot better. Am I perfect? No. Nowhere near. But, right. But I've gotten better. So, anyway. <laughs> but it's all love anyway. Yeah. Because it's just because I get so excited. So, I want to, like, I have fucking uh, Dory type shit. Like, I need to get my thought out like that or i'm gonna lose it or maybe you just need to stop breathing while I, i'm speaking you know well you're taking my oxygen too bitch okay <laughs> <laughs> it's all love it is like we had uh this one thing that we were talking about when we were writing things for episodes side note real quick called simplistic sim- simplexity it was some shit i made up and i don't even remember how we got to it 
but yeah, I don't remember anything I about it. I can't. I think it was like how like complex you can be as a person, but also how like fucking simple you are at the same time. Probably. It I, sounds about right. I know this. Topic, I know it's also because I know it's um going back. Oh, cutting you off. Yeah. Yeah, but. <laughs> but I, know, shit. I know but i know i was also talking about um my like light ocd about like my selective ocd about what like so for example like i know that's how we're talking how we got on the topic of the simplexity oh yeah, 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 yeah. i know what you're talking about yeah yeah so i'm gonna put a pin on there jump back in this and we'll pick it back up at the end of this so anyway so i was like you know you know, pull your head out of your ass, you're acting ridiculous, you didn't fucking listen last time, and you overanalyze shit. I was like, you know, I didn't want you, I don't want you to be my fucking shadow. I was like, I want you to be a friend. I was like, I'm real with you. Nothing more, nothing less. I treat you how I treat everyone else. I was like, let's hear this backstabbing evidences. I wasn't presented with anything, and it's just like, you know, you make me doubt and question you, and it get, and I get sad over it, blah, blah, blah. No, no cap, read it. Hold the fuck up. This is supposed to be a homie, but he gets upset over this? Yo, no cap. Are you fuck? Yo, no, he, he's yep. stage five clinger. So anyway. um, He must not have many friends because he's so obsessed with like his little inner circle. Look, I'm not commenting on it. I honestly don't know. But this individual. Is wilding we're, so we're, hard. We're sticking to the script. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, and I was like, you know, I don't even remember. I, oh, yeah, because I told him his head was near his ass. He's like, his head's nowhere near his ass. I'm like, well, then sounds good, Broly. Enjoy yourself. I was like, is there anything else you want to get off your chest? I was like, just to make sure you get it all out. And then it's like, oh, you can call me if you want to. I was like, oh, well, I was going to plan on it. I was like, but I want to make sure I have everything in writing so I can address every point that's being I'm being accused of, which apparently that's so fucking outlandish to ask for. Right, because the next one was like, "Why are you fucking saving everything, acting like a kid?" And I'm just like, "I'm not a kid. You're being insecure. I just told you I wanted in writing to address all your concerns to make sure we cover everything." And then it's like, "I'm capable of covering without docs saved and screenshot." He's like, "Um, I can screenshot and bring them to the meetings instead if you want." I was like, "What fucking ever?" We get on the phone. It's two phone calls, each an hour and a half. Bro, at this point in time, it's a whole ass girlfriend. A Bro. whole ass girlfriend. It was. It was a legitimately like. It was a breakup. It was a fucking breakup. And I didn't get my dick sucked, and I didn't get my nut off, and it was unfair to me. And yeah, there was probably tears shedded on the opposite side of you. Uh, no, I don't think any tears were shedded. I don't. I honestly don't remember. Um. You hear but that yeah. grammar shedded? Oh, yeah. We'll get into your elementary school uh, grammar in a little. But, yeah, so, anyway, there was two separate phone calls, and I'm not going to go into crazy details about them, but to kind of, like, sum it up, um, it, and the prime thing was, it to sum it up, it was I was doing a lot of talking, and... There was no action behind any of my words. So, you know, I remember I was talking about the podcast, um, but I was talking about music. I was talking about, you know, just a lot my clothing um, line, my own personal clothing line next to Dean Rats, which you guys will see on the website. Uh, but, you know, a lot of that shit, 
you know, everyone only sees the result. They don't ever see the behind the scenes work that actually goes into it. And the thing is, this person wanted to, I guess, see because I wasn't, they weren't seeing anything. And if you guys follow me on social media, I really don't post like that. I think my Facebook picture is still from 2017 when I had short hair and I have fucking long hair down on my tits now. So, <laughs> but yeah, like I don't really post on social media like that, but like the work's going in and I was just explaining to him like, hey, you know, these mainstream artists, you know, they're stacks on stacks of fucking tracks they're in the studio all the fucking time but you might only hear 25 songs from them a year but they recorded over 200 like i think little wayne said he records almost like 50 a week i was gonna say like i'm who was it there was i can't remember which rapper it was but they were sitting on 1800 songs yeah and th and that was right after they released a brand new album and it's like that that's one thing that like kind of bothers me about the rap game is it's like if you're gonna retire, release everything. Well, a lot of that has to do with samplings and getting those to clear too. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was like it was it was like it was for him, her, it, this individual. For them, it was I was doing all talking no action, and that's that was their biggest pet peeve with me. Which is fine, but again, at the end of the day, it's none of your goddamn business, so why does it fucking matter? And then it was like, it was I was just taking, taking, taking information from this individual and not giving anything back. And I was like, well, that's all cat, because one, I was like, you have nothing I want. Two, I was like, I'm the one giving you information, and then you also come to me for advice, and I'm always there to give it. And then that's taken as the way of I'm always acting like I'm right. I'm like, no, I'm not always acting like I'm right. You come to me for an opinion. I'm giving you my opinion. Take it how you want it. Like, that don't mean I'm right. It's my opinion. Right? You know? So, anyway. Then the second call came down to meet me at the fucking playground. Like, this dude wanted to fight me over this shit. Like, we about to have a whole Socha's and Greaser fight? Yeah, and I'm saying I was like, I'm not gonna fucking fight you, bro. I'm fucking old. I'm not doing that shit. If I'm going to fucking jail, I'm going to fucking jail. I'm gonna stab or shoot you. Like I spent nine hundred dollars on a gun. I'm gonna fucking shoot you. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like I'm gonna stab you. Like I don't really give a fuck. Like that's where it is at the end of the day. Like I'm too old to fucking fight. But yeah, like and it was just some crazy work beef, bro. Like, um, you know. And the reason why I wanted to share it now, like I wanted to talk about this when it happened, but you know it was too new. Um, like I said, man or word, I, like I said, kind of broke a brown boundary right now, but it's my story to tell. Well, like, that's the thing is like, they already came at you left when they should have came at you right. So that right then and there to some people that can automatically burn a whole bridge, which means boundaries at that point in time don't even matter. This would, this happened back in January. Oh, uh, so it would have been like round episode it, one. It would have been exactly episode. It happened the same time as episode one. See, but like that's the thing that bugs me is it's like people were always like, oh, where are the results? Where's this? Where's that? It's like what people don't understand is it take. It could be something simple. It could be something completely simple like a clothing line where you can just order samples off and put your fucking logo on there. Like it could be that simple. But that shit... What a lot of people don't understand, that shit takes fucking time. Yeah, like, in um, so your boy who guessed our guest correctly for the free t-shirt. My guy. 
my fucking guy. He's still a bitch. <laughs> I hope he hears that too. <laughs> like, I have your t-shirt coming. Like, I ordered three samples and I didn't like how they fucking came out and I returned that shit. And it's not like I forgot. Like, I want the shit to be good. Like, our name's going on it. So then, like, I ordered the shit. It came in. I didn't like... Like, I f- one of the corner was pinched on the design. Like, how it was printed. I just didn't like the shit, so I fucking sent it back. And then I found out it was actually... The problem was it wasn't so much the design, but it was how the uh, material was. So then I changed the material of the shirt, ordered another fucking sample. It came in. I kind of like it. I kind of didn't. I called the manufacturer. I was like, okay, this is my goal. This is how I want it to look like. Because like it came out fine, but because of how it was printed and on the material, the logo wasn't as vibrant as I wanted it to be. So it looked like it was, you know, kind of... Kind of like already been washed a couple of times. Right. It was already. Yeah. It was kind of like it looked like it was pre faded because of the the way they applied it. So and and, then, and that's the thing that like we're trying like this is just for the fans, but like this that's the thing we're trying not to do is like we're not like a lot of other we're not trying to be like every other brand where it's like okay just throw the logo on sell the shirt like no like we want to make sure our shit is pristine before we give it out yeah like i don't want to i don't want to be those guys that launch something and then figure it out as we go like i want to make sure it's good coming out and i can only improve it absolutely so um but that's why it's taking so long but all that shit's like it's kind of resolved i got the every yeah we're gonna cover at the end of the episode but yeah so Anyway, I said I wouldn't say anything. I said I, I said what I had to say to separate myself at work. No one knew. No one knows the context to it. They just knew I had to like change things because of um, social distancing. That was what we told everyone. I respected the boundaries enough to let this much time go by. So I feel like enough time has gone by where I can speak a little bit more on it. You're making so, it sound like a fucking court case where like, oh, I can't speak <coughs> about it until the verdict's out. You read the messages, and, like, that's not normal behavior. So, you know, what would have happened if I dropped on episode two? Would I have uh, fucking had a fight in the parking lot or some shit like that? So for kind of, like, everyone's, like, even my own safety, because I'm not it's not, I'm not scared. No, I'm scared of what I will fucking do because well, I'm not afraid to go to jail, and that's the problem. Well, see, that's the thing is it's, like, that they could have taken it to, like, your manager, your boss, where well, that could have also inclined well, into your so, job. No, so they're already they were already made aware of it. Oh, okay. So they weren't made aware of like what was said or anything like that. Like I kept my word. That was just a hundred percent between me and this individual. Um, all I told them was, look, me and another coworker got into a disagreement, and I need to move my shit just because I want to have a good work environment for this individual and myself. Which is fair. Which Abs- is fair, you know? Absolutely fair. Because it's like, you know, if this individual is analyzing everything I'm doing, looking at me every day, doing the same thing, not trying to do anything, because I'm just being myself, being normal, you know, it's like kind of like you have a splinter in your foot. The more you keep tapping it, the more it's getting irritated. So just removing myself from the equation and just saying like, hey, we got into a spiff. We're not really like, we're cool. We're good at what we're just need to be separated right so they were made aware of the um disagreement we had but no context i mean which is a 
fair way to handle it. I mean, it's not right. like it's not like you went in there and was like, yo, look at all this, read this, like, yo, attacked me like this. Yeah, nah. I, and I would never do that because it, it's outside shit. It had nothing to do with our actual work. Um, obviously, if it did, that would be a different result. Right, 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 right. So enough time went by to talk about it. And then also, like, we're cool now. There's no really bad blood, so I can do whatever the fuck I want. Valid. Honestly, um, I'm the fucking problem because I'm the same variable in every equation. So the dickhead. <laughs> it's a fucking dickhead. I honestly just feel like it was an like alpha move. Like it's when it comes to people like that, it's like there's there's two ways it's either gonna end up and it's either gonna be I mean, I guess there can be three ways, but it's either somebody's gonna like it and fuck with it and tell you how much they support it. They're either gonna give you constructive criticism and that really all depends on how you take it, or they're gonna fucking hate. And like what I don't understand is like I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but like the way I was raised is it, it was like if someone has a dream, like support it. Because like not a lot of people get to live out their dreams. Yeah. So it's like if like if you have a dream, fucking I'm going to tell you, go fucking get it. Like, I know people who have tried rapping, and I'm like, dude, like, you're not bad. Like, if Every, you keep everyone going... Everyone started out shitty. Yeah, like, and I'm just like, if you keep going, I can really see you going somewhere. Yeah, see, like, Gary V. I've been watching a lot of Gary V. and stuff like that, because before I wasn't even ever going to, like, mention the music on the podcast or anything like that, because I don't feel like I'm good at all. Um, so, but, but, like, fuck it, dude. It, exactly, like, and, and that's the thing. It's it's not about what people think. It's about what you enjoy doing. So if you want to sit here, make beats, mix it, master it, and then fucking release the song, fucking do it. Who right. cares? And, it, and whoever... that's exactly where I'm getting at too. Because um, like I said, watching Gary Vee and just like you know, six months of consistent hard work can put you two years of head of anything so and that's just kind of like my mindset and it's just like you know also i realize everyone's so fucking busy in their own shit they don't give a fuck what anyone else is doing that's true to a cent i mean obviously i had fucking stage five at me well it's like it's like the way we're kind of like brought up now because like we didn't have all the shit that like people think we had like we didn't have like I don't know. Like we had, we didn't have like social media like pe- like people have it today. Nah, our, the crazy thing about our social media was MySpace, and if you went in the wrong order of the top ten, you knew you fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, bro, I forgot all about yeah, that. Like, 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 oh, oh, you gave fucking uh, you gave Brady so my you- fucking Jolly Rancher, bitch. You're going number two. Like, dude, dead ass. It was like you would get like DMs, like, bro. How come this fool got first and I didn't? Like, what the fuck, bro? We just hung out yesterday. Yo, you remember fucking AIM names? Bro, yeah, I can't even... I think... Hold on. I think mine was like Zero Skater 22 or something. That sounds familiar, but... uh, (laughs) Like, I didn't like tap into my creativeness till high school, so I was never really creative. But my boy, AJ, gave me the best name ever. (laughs) Ghetto Cracker. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, cancel me now, guys. <laughs> yeah, so it gave me Ghetto Cracker, and we spelled it Ghetto, too. It wasn't like C-R-A-C-K. It was C-R-C-H-E-R. So we just totally fucked it up. Crack her. Yeah, so it looks like Cratcher. 
Yeah. But it's supposed to be like Ghetto Cracker. And if you follow me on Snapchat, it's my Snapchat name right now. And <laughs> I was sitting there, I was like, thinking of cancel culture, I was like, they're going to come at me one day, especially if I ever get famous. And you can't change your Snapchat name unless you make a new one. Yeah, and, and that by that point in time, it's like, you might as well just keep yeah. the fucking old one. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to get canceled anyway. Like, I know my mouth. I'm, it's just going to happen. But it's like, my thing is like... That, that'll be my next hat, uncancelable. <laughs> fucking like my thing is like dude if you if you have a dream whether it's fucking the most unrealistic dream to the most realistic dream like fucking go get it because like all, all if you really think about it all your dream is is a goal for you to reach and then once you hit that goal like depending on your personality some people are comfortable once they hit that dream like i'm now realizing at the sad age of 26 years old that i'm like I'm money hungry, but it's like, no matter what I have, like, I still want more. Like, I'm so glad, like, I was blessed enough to get the Challenger. But now I'm sitting here like, if I can afford that. What else can I get? get? And and I'm like, if I can afford that and I get more money, what else can I get? Like, okay, let me move. Let me, let me do this and this to get here. And let me do this and this. It becomes a game. It's a fucking game. It's not even like money hungry. It's just a game. It's just like, how much can I actually get? It's like, it's literally like a game of uh, shoots and ladders. It's like, oh yeah, that's even better example. It's it's like either I'm going to keep climbing up. I'm going to, I might take a shoot or two down, like a few steps back, but then I'm going to keep, I'm going to still keep climbing. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's like. You know, it's, it's, I mean, I've always been like a money hungry kind of person, but it's like, I'm now just realizing the potential I have. And the sad part is a lot of people bagged on me for, you know, yeah, sure. I work at Walmart at 26 years old, but like at the same time, (laughs) at the same time, like, and I'm not bragging or anything, but it's like, I know that I'm doing better than some of the people my age. Yeah. And it's like. And, and, like, don't get me wrong. Like, some of these people, like, there's a point in time in your life where you have to, like, realize, like, what's important, which could be your future and how you work, save money, or how you're living with, oh, let me go spend all this money on vacation, go to Puerto Rico, go here, 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 let me get drunk at the bar every night. Like, it's like, you got to, like, there's that right and left path. And it's like, I know, I've noticed a lot of people my age took the left path where they're going to you know different countries and shit and going to the bar every night getting drunk partying with their friends and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that i just think you need to find balance yes that, and that's what i'm saying is like because you want to live in the moment because i don't want to be traveling doing all the crazy shit when i'm like 40 and or 50 and ancient not be able to do like half the shit i want to do like you know at 50 feel- you ain't seeing me jump off a 30 foot cliff and feel mm-hmm. like you got hit by a truck when you have a hangover yeah, see, I'm really good with hangovers because, like, I don't really get them, so I'm curious how it's going to be when I'm 50. I'm Pedialyte for life. That shit saves me every time. Yeah, I just cocaine before I go to sleep and we're good. <laughs> but, like... No cap. Like, and I get it. Like, like you only get one life, and that's fine. Like, I have no problem with somebody going to 50 different countries in, a, in fucking three months. Well, like, that OnlyFans money, bitch. What's up, sugar mama? Like, Joe, your pussy. I'm trying to go too. <laughs> but like, how's them feet, girl? She sleep. I bet. Snap, snap. Yo, feet pics for sale, girl. So like, that's and that's my thing is like, I feel like a lot of people my age still haven't found that balance, and it's like, dude, I still have fun too. Yeah, for the most part, I'm either busy working on something, but like when I can, I do go have my fun. Like, 
And it's like, I just feel like some people don't find that balance and they kind of like need to, but like at the same time, it's not really my place to worry about. Yeah. But also like everyone also moves at their own pace. Like if you get your first house at 30, you still succeeded versus someone who got their first home at 20 versus someone who got their home first home at 40. It's not about like... It's not about when you get it. It's it's, it's how it, hard you work to get it. Yeah, because everyone has their own shit to overcome. But also, you know, like everyone also has their own different factors. Like, you know, for example, like... Opportunities. Well, that, but also like my brother is taking care of my grandmother because she... It's too old to work now. So, but he's paying her mortgage. But yeah. see, that's so. But like you know, people like might sit there because of how society is. Be like, oh, you're, you're twenty nine, live with your grandmother. But it's like, okay, but here's the context, right? And like, it's not. I mean, granted, like my grand, he's getting the house when my grandmother passes anyway. But she's not gonna pass because she's gonna outlive us all. Like you know, she beat Chuck Norris's ass. That's no cap. there's only two people i'm scared of my grandmother and god (laughs) bruce lee was terrified fucking terrifying like you know but um shout out momo (laughs) but yeah she's an og fucking gangsta but yeah like you know some people would like look down on that but the real context is he's fucking taking like well she takes care of him really he's just the bank but because my grandmother will never let people know that shit she's like nah i do that shit Cause she gangsta, she's OG. <laughs> See, like I had a discussion with my homie the other day, and it was all over. Like we were playing COD, and like it was jokes, obviously, but it was like, like it made me think about it, and it's like, and that's where I kind of like gained the mentality. It's not when you get it, it's how hard you work for it. Like, cause like, like I said, when did you get your license? Sixteen, seventeen? Uh, I think seventeen. Okay, seventeen. I got mine at twenty-three. Yeah. And here we both are. You know, 26 years of age, we're both driving. So we, I, you were already there. I just kept, I caught up with you. So like me and my friend were going back and forth and he was, he was talking about, he was talking about some shit and, and it was something about financial situations and he said something to me and I just, I just sat there and I was like, Oh really? Like you want to go there? And he was like, yeah, I'm going to go there. Like, and of course we're joking around, but I was like, I was like, Oh really? Then who's a co-signer on your car? And he was like, my mom. And I was like, exactly, bitch, get on your own. And he was like, okay, why well, moved the fuck out? And I was like, yeah, but you still live with three people taking care of you. Yes. You know, $1,600 split three ways versus one is a lot different. Exactly. And then he was like, oh, we'll get some friends. And it's like, bro, I've been in that situation so many, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I could have moved out probably at the age of 22, but I don't trust. Like, I love my friends to death. But there's a very few, and I mean, like, not even, not, like, less than fucking five. Yeah. Like, I can't even count, I can count maybe on three fingers, so three people that I would trust moving in with because I know they're good with money. And guess what? All have girlfriends, all moved out on their own. One's an accountant. <laughs> Dead ass. So it's like, it's like, it doesn't matter, like, because there are people that do that and they're just like, and I don't, I don't throw my car into people's faces at all. Like, no, yes, there's no I, reason to. Exactly. Like, I, and to be honest, like, I know I'm blessed that I had the opportunity to grab it and I feel very blessed and I also worked extremely hard for it. Like, seven years at Walmart and that's finally what I had to show for it. For me, there's that fine line of being humble. And then dealing with people's shit. I kept getting the, 
it must be nice. I'm like, yeah, it must have been fucking nice putting in hella hours studying and working for my shit or you know because when i was going to school you know i went late because my situation with being a restaurant manager didn't work out so i was doing 40 hours of school i was doing a part-time job and full-time school yeah it must have been fucking nice karen and and see that's that's the fucking big difference is everyone's like okay, let me work these 40 hours or if you're part-time, 32 hours and I'm out. Like, it's like, you don't realize like, yeah, sure, I have a nice car, but again, almost eight years of being at Walmart, that's finally what I had to show for it, but you weren't there when I had to get up at four in the morning on my days off to go catch overtime for that money or the days where I got up at 4 a.m., and went into work by five and didn't get off till six, seven, eight o'clock at night to get that. And he still does that till this day. That's why, like, also we've been inconsistent because it's just like you know, I understand. Like you know, one getting up at four sucks. Like I've tr- I've been working at getting up earlier. Doing an eight hour shift is enough. He's doing manual labor and then to do a fucking twelve to sixteen hour shift. But you don't want to sit here. Um, go over content, do this. You, you want to, like, you know, beat your fucking dick, get a nut off, post-nut clarity, have dinner, shower, go to fuck to sleep, and do it again the next day. And you know what the sad thing is? And it's and this is what a lot of people also don't understand about me, is it's like I'm not in a tight situation. It's not the fact that I need that money. It's the fact that I, I want, want that, that money. money yeah. I want that. And it's like, And it's like, what do I want it for? I don't fucking know. But I want it. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I make decent money. I want fucking more. And I know I could make, I know I could reach my goals each year if I got a part time job. But I don't want a part time job because I want my hobbies to create that income. I want all this shit to do it to replace my normal shit and then really see how far I can fucking take this. I think, no, and that's, that's amazing. But, at the same time, I feel like too many people in this world have the it must be nice attitude. And it's like I lost that years ago because it's like because that's when I started working more hours and everything and seeing my paychecks get bigger. And then I've noticed things that like like I'll use you as an example. Before I got my MacBook, I saw you had a MacBook and I was like, fuck. But what was the first thought in my head? fucking must be nice but then i lost that attitude and i was like well guess what he's got a macbook i I saw how dope it was instead of me thinking it must be nice i'm thinking let me go fucking get it you're like you know what that must be nice can i try it out yo apple store what's up shorty steven my boy steven give me that shit yo boy homeboy homeboy behind the genius bar let me get it exactly like it's it i feel like that's a big real like a real big problem especially kind of like with our generation is it's like it's always the must be nice thought and it's like never the well how'd you do it come watch me struggle and get up at four in the morning work 16 hours and that's multiple days in a row and get up on my days off and go catch overtime and then you'll see how i got here one of the reasons i hate going out in bel air is i always run into people you're still making the same wage you wore six years ago and you're you haven't w- went anywhere in six years i have because i put in that fucking work and i made sacrifices and now because i got my free time back we're jumping back down and making the moves to do what we got to do 
a lot of people like I used to be honestly kind of embarrassed to work at Walmart, and like I'm I'm not a huge fan of the fact that I still work there, but like at the same time it's like like I do what I have to do. Like if I want something, I go catch the hours for it, or if I need to pay, I don't know this this bill. Like I go catch the overtime for it. Like, and I've never had to be like, oh, let me, I need to pay this bill. Like, I need to go catch overtime. But, like, it's always been, like, whatever I want, I just go get it because it's, like. Yeah, you just figure out what you need to do to get to your fucking goal. Right. And it's, like, I just feel like no matter, and I, like I said, I used to feel bad because it's, like, I see all these kids from high school, like, fucking, they're all nurses, they're all, you know, construction workers making probably pretty damn good fucking money but then i started seeing my hourly wage go up and i'm sitting here like okay it's not bad like like from where i started working at walmart to where i am now yeah i've doubled almost tripled an hour yeah and i'm like and i'm sitting there like that's fucking it takes time like it takes time and that's honestly all it is like the only difference like with some things is like because of that field, you'll start off here. But, like, for example, uh, DJ, you know, he's fucking damn, he's almost damn near a GM at Costco. And he's been at Costco since 2010. And it he didn't start off, well, one, Costco pays their employees really fucking great. Oh, my God. I am I thought about leaving and yeah. going to Costco. I didn't get the job because I walked into the interview with a beanie. Um, you fucked up. Yeah. But it's okay. I, it's, I walked into the Walmart interview well, in, like, a button-down khakis, like, looked real nice. So the beanie wasn't on my head. It was in my pocket. Uh, yeah, that's still not a good look. You should have, like, threw it. You should have left it in the car. Look, I... I'm still it, sovereign. It, I'm 18. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. And you know me. That shit's attached to my fucking hip. But yeah, like, you know, he's been there for X amount of years, and he just transitioned recently from hourly to salary position. And with especially, like, big stuff like that, it just – it really does is you put in the time. Yeah. And then – because it's, like, it's a lot of work on the front end, but the back end, still a lot of work, but that's where that fucking pay comes in. Absolutely. It's, like – I just feel like a lot of people are like, I, you know, J.G. Wentworth, uh, I want my money and I want it now. And it's kind of just like, bro, like, nothing's handed to you. You got to, like, physically work. Like, I, like that, I'll be honest, before I got this position, I fucking busted my ass outside in the parking lot for four summers and four fucking cold-ass winters. In the rain, in the winter, in the fucking blazing 110 degrees in the summer with yeah. hu- with humidity like i had to bust my ass and i mean ma- and i'm not gonna lie mainly that was my fault because i didn't have my license but like but even then like you know it, it, you started off that's all that matters there's people who didn't start that's the that's the moral of the story right start yeah like because well, i've always been a firm believer in like once the ball rolls all you're gonna do is like all you have to do is keep up that momentum and you're taken off like pause what a fucking dickhead <laughs> anyway sorry um 
So next it, week's like, episode, <laughs> the fucking dickhead. <laughs> like once you get that ball rolling, all you have to do is like chase it down the hill and keep pushing because all it's going to do is just create more momentum. And then next thing you know, you're going to be where you want to be or you're going to be doing better than you thought you would. Like, to be honest, never thought I would have one of my dream cars a day in my life because I'm not going to lie. My dream cars are very unrealistic. Like, oh, yeah. So are mine. Like my ass still wants an R32 and it's probably. I want the 34. And I fucking want a fucking Hellcat, Demon, Charger, just, Challenger, either or, you know, I fucking would love to sit there and own an R35 and park it right next to the R32, but yeah. it's fucking unrealistic. I but, want my uh, my custom M8 and the R34. Oh, yeah, I know. How's that elbow fart sound? Is that <laughs> what that was? I thought it might have been my watch with the with the mic screen, but... <laughs> no, I was kidding. Uh, yeah, so I want the M8, the R34, and then my Bulletproof Prius. My Bulletproof Prius? Bro, have you ever seen the show Weeds? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he's fucking funny. U-turn. He sent her... When they when they did drive-by, yeah. and he sent her, he's like, yeah, he, I got the fucking Prius. He's like, they're low-key, low-profile, Bulletproof, and I get 40 miles per gallon. Yeah. <laughs> Like I bought five weird. of them. But, um, yeah, we don't have any questions this week. And, but, um, yeah, get prepared for every fucking week. We plan like, every on fucking week. Every fucking week. Like, we're, like, we get it. We were slow. Timing hasn't been right, but timing is starting to become better. And now that my vacation's out of the way, his vacations, I don't, I don't know if you got anything planned for the rest of the oh, summer, fuck but. Yeah. Uh, you fucking bitch. Anyway, but we're still gonna, you know, try to work everything out beforehand. That way, when he does go away or I go everything, away, it, it's it, there. We're gonna, guys. We're we grew up. We're gonna be adults, and we're not gonna fucking wing it. We're gonna smack the shit in your face like you smacked that pie in mine. I'm gonna mushroom stamp you next. That's fucking no. You're not. That's <laughs> see. That's too far. Don't bring your fucking dick anywhere near me. <laughs> If it's going to be near me, it better be in your pants and stay there. No. No. The only thing I'm going to fucking... The only thing that's getting stamped is your forehead to a different country where you're... That's fine. Where you're put into sex trafficking. That's fine. I'm stamping everyone. I'm stamping (laughs) my pimp. I'm stamping them tramps. You're gonna get smacked around like a. That's fine. I probably, probably get slapped around with by those Bangkok chicks with the big dicks. You're just gonna get gang banged by a bunch of fucking. That's fine. All holes filled. Dudes. All holes filled. Oh. <laughs> Ears, nostrils, mouth, eye sockets, armpits, knee pits, toe pits, butt pits. <laughs> I feel like you just dragged that on so hard. <laughs> but all right, fuck off, people. Peace out.